Welcome to episode 17 of Making Friends. Hey guys, today's podcast is with Space Girl Incognito, who is fucking awesome. Uh, just one of my favorite writers of all time, and I was psyched to talk with her. She's so funny, and generally just good and talented and amazing. You can find her on Twitter at I am Space Girl, and you can call her Sky if you're so inclined, as that is her given name. Today's episode is brought to you by Highway Billboards. Whether you're looking for a place to stay for the night, a cheap vasectomy, or Pablo's Reptile Farm, you can always count on Highway Billboards to tell you to turn here. Thank you, Billboards, for sponsoring today's podcast. And thanks to Jess at Jess OK Fine for writing and recording that ad. Jess. You are a pal. Hey, if you guys like this podcast, you can contact me at markmagark at gmail.com. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're feeling. I am interested in you, and I want to hear from you. So let me know. If you feel like kicking some money around, if you just got a couple of old singles laying around that you want to get rid of, want to send my way, you can Venmo me at mark magark I will gladly take as much money as you want to give me. But keep this in mind, the real payment is just listening. Hmm. I was listening to Tom Petty earlier and crying, so if I sound sentimental, you know why. Without uh, further ado, let's go ahead and get to Sky, our pal Sky at um, I Am Space Girl. Here she is. I hope you love her. And I noticed a cat <laughs> stalking around in the back there. I don't know if I saw the cat or the reflection of the cat in your oven. Not inside oh, of your oven. <laughs> there's no cats in my oven. I just want to be clear about that, first of all. I do have, I have a cat there, I have a cat there, and I've got two dogs as well. There's cats everywhere. Cat cats over and here. dogs, yeah. I've got a full house. Three kids, yeah, four do. animals, the whole business. Oh my God. Does that make you happy? I, I, yeah, I feel happy most of the time, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you sound relative. totally secure in your happiness. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, I try to be a happy person. Yeah, but you like to be surrounded by energetic beings, little children. I do, doggies. yes. I do like to have other living things to focus on that require my attention and care. It helps. Take the focus off me. <laughs> That's very nice. I purposely avoid those things so that I do not destroy them. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I've had my share of that. So I guess practice makes perfect. Don't start with kids is don't, what I would advise. Don't, oh, don't start with kids. <laughs> right, I've don't. already destroyed so many. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Where you were you like... 10 years ago? 
<laughs> Just start kidding. With I haven't small, destroyed like any a bird kids. or a mouse. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll start with a mouse. Uh, what What are you up to today? You're working. I am. Yeah, I'm at work. I'm not currently, but I am on my break from work. Hooray! Well, cool. Thanks for doing this during your break. I want to respect your time. So, what what time do you have to get out of here? I have some flexibility. I've got about an hour and a half from this point. I told my sister because I I'm I we have a family business, so I work for my in laws, and it's our whole crew. So they're a little bit more flexible than probably the traditional workspace would be. So she's it seems like some I could slack. go either way, working with <laughs> yes. your in laws. Like, you okay, could, maybe you get right? like an hour and a half break here and there, but then years of emotional attachment to these people. Yeah, I mean, like, I think if it, if it was my mom and dad, I wouldn't be able to do it, but um, I, I, I fit in well, I think, with my in-laws, and it's enough of a distance, enough of a step back, you know, in the familial relationship that they can still boss me around, <laughs> and, I, and I don't get uh, sassy. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that hard for you not to get sassy? No, you don't have to answer I, that. I, it's your in-laws. <laughs> but they're the people who created the person that you're that you love so deeply. So that that's got to be nice. I really appreciate that from them. Uh, you know, it, it was a nice gift to me <laughs> in the future that I didn't know I was getting. Yeah, you just give them finger guns sometimes, and you're like, "Thanks for that." Thanks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, where do you where do you live? Tell me about like geographic location, and then tell me about your house. Um, I, I love well, I'm homes. I'm from New Jersey. Mostly. You are. Yes. I just talked to Will, by the way, upside down trash, who by, oh. who did say that you are his best internet friend. I, I hope that's reciprocated on it your is end. Extremely but reciprocated. He's, he's my a bud. New Jersey fella. He's your bud. He is. We grew up not far from each other, but didn't meet until Twitter when I was already hours and hours and hours away from there. Um, but yeah, we grew up like one township over in New Jersey. <laughs> oh my God. Is, that's amazing. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I wonder if what you if... passed each other on the highway. Or on the, I don't know. On he's the a bit younger pike. than me. Right, on the White Horse Pike, or the Black Horse Pike. Or Take the Black your pick. Horse, yeah. <laughs> There's two. Um, so, yeah, he's a bit younger than me, so we didn't, I don't, <laughs> he's a child. Once. Oh, so he's worthless, is what you're saying. Yeah, essentially, yeah. I mean, like, that's not even based on his age, that's just on knowing him. <laughs> uh, for, no, I'm just kidding, I'm kidding, he's awesome. He is my bestie, for sure. That's cool. So you started in New Jersey. I lived. I told Will this on his episode. I lived in Egg Harbor Township, in New oh, Jersey. Oh, nice. Yeah. Ooh. So I'm familiar with that Black Horse Pike. Atlantic City, baby. That's right. Summers Point, <laughs> Ocean City. Ooh, cool place those to be. beaches full of broken glass. It's glorious. <laughs> Love the broken glass shards right. in my feet. <laughs> Yeah, I grew up, um, well, I was a military brat, so I bounced all over, but um, I was all over New Jersey for most of my elementary school years and high school years. I finally settled down in one place, and it was very close to Philadelphia, so South Jersey girl, um, and then I picked up and moved to North Carolina, and now I live here. <laughs> oh, you are frozen in yeah, a you froze really for a attractive... Too. Yeah, right. you had a good face, I'll tell you what, yeah. 
Um, no, yeah, so I picked up and uh, I moved from New Jersey to North Carolina in 07, so I've been here for a little while. Okay. Um, I think that's right. It might have been 05, maybe. <laughs> oh, is, we, we won't nitpick here. There's a time uh, you, when I left. <laughs> you did freeze for a second. Did, did you meet your husband before you moved to North Carolina? No, I actually came here with a boyfriend. <gasps> Um, and then after we broke up, I met my husband very shortly after that. Oh, okay. On the rebound. Right. The long-term <laughs> rebound, as it were. It's been almost 10 years now, I think. Oh, cool. <laughs> no, that's probably better because I, I know the, probably the, the most useful thing that I've learned from relationships is like what I need and what I want and what I don't want in a relationship and it's almost like you have to go through a bunch of bad ones, or at least one bad one, before you're ready to move yeah. on to the good person. <clears throat> yes, <clears throat> I learned a lot from my relationship right before my husband, and he is essentially the opposite of the person I was dating before that. So, and that's, <laughs> I found out that's what I was looking for. I was like, hey, you guy, you're everything that I don't want to have in my life. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's so great. You don't realize what a loser they are until you're done with them. I mean, that's not even, the, the terrible thing about him is that I knew, <laughs> I knew from like the first date um, how bad, how bad he was. But uh, I have self-esteem issues, essentially. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, it sounds like you're uh -oh. in a much better place now. Yeah, we keep okay, freezing a back. little. Okay, um, there we go. If you want, we can take like a one-minute break and I can try to refresh my Wi-Fi. Maybe that'll solve sure, the problem. Sure, if you want to do that. Here we are again. Hi. I closed out a bunch of crap. I hope that works. <laughs> okay. It's probably on my end, but hopefully we solved it. We're good now. Your place, is this where you live here? Are you in your home? Thank you for noticing. No one ever mentions it. This is my I love it. bedroom that we're in right now. <laughs> and, uh -huh. uh, yeah, here, I'll, let me close this a little. Let me see. Uh, there's a cool typewriter back there, which has some neat minerals on it. And that is extremely cool. <laughs> There's like this vintage teapot that my friend <gasps> Katie Creasy got for me with some more minerals in front Ooh. of it. Ooh, Even lower. Art. Yeah, you can see that card. That's Sarah Henry, Catstronomical. She sent me that oh, for my birthday. She's great. Oh, she, she the is. cards she does are so great, aren't they? They're so great. Um, I love this one. I kind of am thinking of having it framed because it's so good. I had the pleasure of meeting her in Philadelphia um, earlier in the year, and she is wonderful. I had the pleasure of meeting her in New York, and she is wonderful. Right? Concur. We concur there. We concur. Um, I, I wish that I were in a better mood on that day. I think like I brought my own baggage and wasn't like the most friendly person. But well, I, I, I yeah. have a hard time believing that, honestly, but okay. All right. Anyway... <laughs> I would like to extend another invitation to Sarah to hang out, <laughs> maybe, maybe get crunk. I mean, same. Yes, same as well. That goes for me also. Yes. Let's do a three-way hangout. Let's do it. Okay. Then, I'm, yes. I'm on board for that. We'll go to some morbid museum somewhere. We'll all enjoy yes. that. 
She gave us a tour. It was me and um, Will at Upside Down Trash and Tom at Trojan Sauce. And she gave us a tour of um, the Mütter Museum where she works. And it was awesome. What is that? What is, what's it like? It's like, it's a museum of like weird body parts and diseases and stuff like that. It's really cool. It was gross stuff. There was awesome stuff. These are things I love, so. Yeah, weird body parts. <laughs> there was, was a was, jar, yeah. Was there like a dick in a yeah. jar? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, essentially, <laughs> there wasn't that specifically, but plenty of things that fall into that category. Okay, enough for me to go home afterwards and fall asleep and dream about a dick in a jar. Yes, although, is that different than every day? It's, I, I mean, at least I'll have a reason this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, true, fair enough. There was a jar of um, human foot skin that I Ugh. had a bit of trouble with. Yeah, um, most of the things there I did fine with. There was like, you know, fetuses in jars and weird deformities and giant skeletons. But then there was a jar of foot skin and I really had a problem with that personally. <laughs> cracks me up just to think, just the title of a jar of foot skin. <laughs> that was, I'm pretty sure exactly what was written on the scientific placard, however you say that word. I believe it said human foot skin. Um, this woman, I guess, sent her foot skin to the museum, like, involuntarily. They didn't ask for it. <laughs> she just kept sending she, it. She forced and they were it like, upon sure. them. Yeah. They eventually had to, I think, ask her to stop. But <laughs> Please. first they displayed a jar letter. of it. Madam, stop. <laughs> Please cease sending us your foot skin. Stop. This is we the, no longer yes. have jar space. Full yes, stop. I love that it's a telegram. Yes, full <laughs> stop. Like, really, extremely stop. <laughs> yes, That's so a, we did that. Um, Sarah was awesome. I think she's a fantastic person to know. She taught me a lot about serial killers. It was great. Cool. A anything useful that you've uh, um, applied in real life? Uh, about the serial killing? I'm not going to answer that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But I think we all know why you moved to North Carolina now. I think we can. Right. You're on all the right. run. <laughs> you're on the run, Scott. Um, you, maybe. You, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I was just thinking you were talking about morbid things and how you have uh, an adoration for them. But I'm going to catch you in a lie here. <gasps> Because not that long ago, my name on Twitter grossed oh, you no. out so much <laughs> that you made me change it. I mean, that's not morbid, though. Really, <laughs> just, just just plain gross. Yeah, uh, right. My, I hate that word so much. I think it might be my least favorite word. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say it. You can plug your ears, but I think people okay, need gonna... to know. All right. Uh, my name was Mark. My turds. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can unplug. It doesn't work if you just jam the earbuds farther I into your not. ears. I heard it louder. It was not good. <laughs> so much more upsetting in full stereo volume. Um, and then word got around that you enjoyed my content and really <laughs> thought I was cool, but you just couldn't stand that name. Uh, and then you came up with a new name that has changed my life. Uh, not just one. Hello, I believe that I sent you a DM with like 16 different potential yep, changes. That's right, I forgot about that. 
You did? I don't remember any of them except for McGark. I do. <laughs> Please. I know I know that one of them was Planet Mercury. Um, and, I, you know, that might be the only other one I remember. But McGark was certainly the best. And I do remember saying at the time, I hope that you use McGark. Because <laughs> you I don't know why that. it happened, but it did. And it's good, in my opinion. <laughs> it's very good. Much better than the T word. Oh, gosh. Um, I think I might have tried out some of them now that I'm thinking back. This was maybe a year ago. It was. I don't remember was exactly how long. Maybe longer than that. We've been uh, I think friends I tried out for a while. Couple. <laughs> okay. Uh, and they, that, that's, that's the one that stuck. So Yes, and I'm so pleased. <laughs> I'm pleased, too. I use it as my stage name now. I'm Mark McGark. Yeah, well, I mean, that's a podcast name, too. And then when See? I do comedy, that, uh, they call Mark McGark. One time, like, sometimes it doesn't work in my favor. One time they <laughs> called my name at an open mic. Mark McGark. And then the guy who came up, I, I performed. Then the guy who came up after me destroyed me. He, uh, he's, he had the best thing that I haven't forgotten yet. He said something like, uh, "Oh, when you're when you, I totally expected a guy named Mark McGark to come up here on a pogo stick." Oh well, yeah, I guess it has a bit of whimsy to it, doesn't it? See, it that's does. why I like it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway, man. See, thank I'm you. affecting important change in the world. <laughs> well, you've definitely branded me, so that's great. Hooray! <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to do a softball question and a, then a hardball question. Okay, not actual sports, I hope. Uh, no. I don't <laughs> Is know hardball a sport? Hardball, I don't think hardball. Of course, the national pastime of hardball. <laughs> hardball. <laughs> the, in the, in the, taking place in the hardball dome in <laughs> s- sunny Detroit. My fantasy hardball team is doing really poorly this season. Um, same here. Same, I just can't get them out of the uh, dunk house. Zone. The dunk zone. The dunk zone. <laughs> okay, that sounds... Okay, first of all, the Doug zone, though, is somewhere I want to be. I imagine a lot of episodes of Doug, primarily. I can't really think of anything else it would involve. I'd be but there that's for that. important. Right, exactly. I would too. Especially the Quail Man episodes. Oh, Quail Man is the best. Mm hmm. That belt on the head makes all the difference. That's, he's my fashion icon. Okay, so my softball question for you. Okay. Uh, what's the last movie that you saw? Ooh, I think the. Unfortunately. Uh-oh. <laughs> I watch a lot of uh, children's movies obviously i think the last one i saw yes the new beauty and the beast just came out on netflix and i believe right and i i saw that and uh i was really unhappy with it honestly i have were you it's gotten mixed reviews i can't i haven't seen it but i can't tell if it's worth my time or not i'm uh, i'm a huge fan of the original animated version Mm -hmm. um I like Emma Watson. I have no problem with anyone who was cast. I really like Josh Gad. I really like Emma Watson. I thought it was wooden and terrible. Like, I didn't like it. It's, yes, I'm doing the hands. You're doing New Jersey hands. 
I'm sorry about that. I'm not. I, it's part of, yes. <laughs> I really was unhappy from the moment Emma started to sing, honestly. I, I can appreciate when they pick an actor for the book or whatever, but mm -hmm. the music is such a huge part of that movie that I felt like they should have picked someone who can freaking sing. Like sing, sing, not just kind of make it through, right. which is what she did. And it wasn't, uh, I, it wasn't pleasurable to me. I tried to enjoy looking at her beautiful face. Okay. Well, that's one thing you can do. Well, Always. I'm sorry that you did not enjoy it. I mean, it's, it's got a lot to live up to, that movie. It does. Right. I almost felt like they couldn't, they couldn't do anything with it. But the new Cinderella, and I'm not as huge a fan of the original animated Cinderella, but the new one I thought was pretty good. They did something different, and the um, the new Beauty and the Beast, I felt like just tried to make kind of a exact match of the animated series, and if you're, or not series, movie, but movie. if you're gonna do movie. that, right, if you're just gonna make a play-by-play -play version of the original, you kinda have to be amazing at it. You know what I mean? Because the original just, was amazing. The, right, the it, original... it really was boring. I grew up with two older brothers, so, like, Ooh. the thought of watching a Beauty and the Beast movie was like, oh, that's for girls, that's not for me, <laughs> Mr. Masculinity. So oh, is I, that, like, like a spot-on impression of your brothers? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's an impression of me trying to be cool in front of oh, my brothers. Oh, okay, you were being cool, I see. Yeah, I see. Uh, worked like a charm. And, uh, <laughs> so... I avoided it because I thought it was like a girl movie. And mm -hmm. then, like, you, you know, you remember being in elementary school and some days the teachers would just be like, we're not learning. We're going to show a movie today. Yeah. And one time they showed Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, no, I don't want to see Beauty and the Put on the Lion King again. Ooh, and, okay, but yeah. Well, I mean, school, that's yeah. a solid choice, but I'd already seen it like 41 times by that point. But then <laughs> they played Beauty and the Beast and... um kind of liked it <laughs> it was kind of incredible right i think it's like i'm kind of secretly in love with it but not allowed to let myself <laughs> really enjoy it but see to me the music is such a big part of that like the plot is it's very problematic when you look <laughs> at it closely there's a lot going on that i would take issue with normally but like oh the music is the the songs are so fun and energetic and it's the energy of it i really feel like the energy of the music numbers pulls you through it and and it was sort of like just oh i really was angry <laughs> yeah you this can't is just be like yesterday and energetic at the same time oh, I, I, i'm still hurting honestly it's very Aww. fresh <laughs> which one do your kids prefer they like the animated version, too, because they have good taste. They've been raised well. Hell yeah. S mostly, I, I hope. <laughs> Smart kids. <laughs> okay, so that's the last movie you saw. Yeah. Um, and now, okay, that was a softball question. Oh, no. Let's get real. Oh, no, we're getting real. Let's get real. <laughs> oh, no. I kind of asked you this before, but um, I'm, I'm very curious. You're just like... I don't, how do I put this? You're um, you're just like ceaselessly wonderful in all interactions. <laughs> but I know you're a human being, and you you must have your ups and downs. But I just wonder, like, what is it that makes you? Like, what is your primary driving factor? What makes you happy enough that you want to like 
chase after it and just keeps you motivated to go through life? It's a big question. Yeah, you weren't kidding about the hardball, man. This is harder than any hardball that I can recall. You (laughs) can just think out loud with me. You don't have to come up with a perfect answer. (laughs) But just, like, take me down an avenue. First of all, thank you. You're so sweet. (laughs) I am not ceaselessly wonderful. I may appear that way in my very limited online interaction with people. Um... I I don't know. I tend to be a kind of go with wherever stuff takes me kind of person. Okay. I have uh, made an enormous number of mistakes. Oh, me too, huge sis. Huge ones. Yeah, huge, huge, bad, bad, bad decisions. And um, I don't know. I, you know, I'm kind of just, I always sort of feel outside of things looking in and I'm really interested in people I like to learn people really like if I get interested in somebody or you know you want to know everything about them an obsessive need to know about something I get interested like it changes really often like I I tend to move from and that's why I never was able to choose any concrete career path or anything like that I just I tend to hyper focus on whatever I've become interested in right then I'm relating so hard to this (laughs) because I I always see myself as an outsider too who's very mm -hmm. interested in people almost in a way that's like do they understand how to live if if so I need the secret right Um, like I'm not getting it clearly because I'm 30 something years into this and like I don't seem to have it down yet (laughs) but uh yeah I mean I really just I think it's curiosity honestly like I haven't had anybody really ask me that in a long time but I am curious yeah about things and I think that that tends to drive me into action more than anything else curiosity or uh fear or guilt so those are fun oh me too yes <laughs> was is that perhaps uh religion based in any way i know oh, mine, mine gosh, is no uh you were catholic weren't you yeah okay that is understandable see <laughs> i was raised unitarian universalist oh, and those, oh, that's uh i've been to a couple of services what do we're you think very about loving it? I yeah. I love Unitarian Universalism. Inclusive. Yeah, my grandparents. Yeah, my grandparents were the first Unitarian Universalists in our family. I think they originally were possibly Quaker when they were earlier on in their lives, and then they Another transitioned. Good one. Right, exactly. Like, great reputation. And, um, oh, they were. My grandparents were amazing. They are my heroes. They're gone, but. Um, they were my best friends, and I miss them every day. And Aww. Unitarian Universalism is one of those things that they passed on to me that I can appreciate so much because I don't attend, really, but it's not... It's more of, like, a set of beliefs right. and, like, individual power and, like, a goodness. Just goodness and kindness and a, and a desire to learn and understand what we're doing here. Since Which, nobody yeah. knows for sure what's going on later if anything goes on Uh we have pagans jews christians everybody atheists all in um this kind of united congregation to just sort of do better where we can on earth because it's scary and it's such a lovely principle 
And it like is, it yeah. fits with your personality of what you're saying of just like a curiosity of sort of like, um, I know I'm never going to figure everything out, but I, I'm just going to explore what I can right. now. And I think and just, um, yeah, from what I saw, I, I dated a girl who was a Unitarian Universalist and it was just like so many religions, like the institution of the religion is that it's, it's closed off, it's specific and they shut out other people's views in a way that's like, not only are those views wrong, but those but views gonna, are going to lead those mm-hmm. people into the dark place. Right. Um, but Unitarian Universalism is the opposite of that. It's it's like everybody seems to be hovering around the same area and they're going mm-hmm. about it in different ways, but they're not that different if you look at it. And look at the mm-hmm. wisdom we can glean from this one and this one mm-hmm. and that one. Yep, it's essentially a, a to strive for truth and meaning personally and in your community and to just kind of put goodness into the world because this is the only place we're aware of currently so we want to make it as good as possible i'm really i'm i have a great admiration and i feel super lucky to have grown up with that kind of background yeah that's great um do you uh do you pass that on to your kids as well does does your husband agree with that you know my husband's family is christian uh, now I'm in North Carolina. It's a very Christian conservative family, um, but they tend to take more of a scientific Christian kind of view to it. Okay. <coughs> it's one of those things where um, I don't think we're not. I'm, my husband isn't practicing. He doesn't attend any kind of church. Um, they're not associated with any particular church, but they kind of also believe in a love and goodness at the center of everything uh and that is where we come from when we're guiding the kids we haven't really introduced them to any religion specifically i try to answer their questions honestly my oldest is curious about uh god and jesus because she hears a lot about those fellas you know what i mean (laughs) those fellas (laughs) so there's, uh, there's probably if you're answering the questions honestly there's probably a lot of i don't know Right, but this it's, is, we, this nobody is what some really people knows. say. Yeah, right, right. Also, there's there's some people believe, and a lot of people in our family believe this, and you know, other people believe this. Um, I try to talk about historically who the figures that I'm aware of that existed historically, what their background is, and stuff like that. So she knows that, you know, the facts as I know them, and I also want her to understand that that may change because we don't really know. <laughs> that's good I mean what a what a wonderful foundation to have like you should just you should just approach life with the understanding that things might change drastically any second we don't know there don't was know. you know a bunch of planets before now one of them's not one there's just all kinds of stuff we don't know about I thought one of them wasn't one either but then somebody corrected me they're like no it came back um, what did it Blu- oh wait what is it is it Pluto that's, yes. wait what's the last planet oh my god it it fell off the it fell out of the textbooks and I was like F- forget it I don't even yeah, know it anymore. It. It's a freaking <laughs> rock circle. Who cares anymore? It's yeah. been renamed as an official planet, not even a dwarf planet wow. anymore. I was wow. shocked. It only I didn't even a know you're teaching ago. me. See, this is one of my favorite things about Twitter. I learned so much <laughs> from the brilliant people there. We we could have read an article. I'm sure. we could, I guess we could have that's that not up. as much fun. It's <laughs> no, uh, these things slip through our grasp, especially during this trying time. 
in our There's culture. so many things you can Google, though. Like, uh, I tend to ask the people that I talk to on a daily basis questions that I can easily Google mm-hmm. myself. But, like, I like to have someone else's explanation and understanding of it. Yeah, <laughs> you, you, know you need I mean? a, a warm body than, like, the human element to explain right. things. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, just to, to, to hit on the religion thing a little bit more, the spirituality, do your kids ever surprise you with their insights about this stuff? You know, they surprise me about everything. <laughs> it's hard to believe that I made them with myself. <laughs> with <you> myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm an incubator, essentially. Like, it's great, but it's weird. You know, it's like a weird science experiment to have, like, a set of cells grow and then burst out of you and then become a person that often understands things more clearly and with more understanding than I ever have before. They teach me stuff every day, honestly. Holy shit, your science experiments are teaching you. So I'm saying the the whole teach... Teachy has become the teacher. There's teach student is the word I'm looking for. Ask there. your kids. They probably know. Yeah. The teachies. <laughs> the word might be student. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be. I'm pretty sure it's student. Yeah. <laughs> see, these are the kinds of things I learn every day. Let's so see. You're just open. You're you're able to take it in. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, thinking about myself, I'm a curious person too, um, and like trying to learn from other people. What happens a lot with me that I'm embarrassed about is I will learn something very simple from someone and I'll be like, oh, yeah, got it. And then I don't have it. It no. slips away within moments. I, I, ha- I you know, I know something I about myself being is an that, idiot. yes, I'm a total <laughs> dumbass. I really am. I am extremely dumb. I don't grasp basic concepts i still to this day am unsure about bridges even though i trust (laughs) i trust planes somehow more than bridges you know i just um (laughs) i prove every day to my friends and the people that love me that i'm incredibly deeply stupid and it's fine (laughs) (laughs) but i do i'm the same way i learn information for a moment and i'm sure that I've got it. And even if I use it for a little while, if I let it go for even a couple of days, it's gone. Yeah. Gone. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I don't know why I can't retain it. No. Uh, I do trust planes, though, because my dad used to be a pilot. And there you go, like, mine too. Really? <laughs> well, he was like, Air Force, yeah. Oh, in the Air Force? He was like a fighter pilot? Oh, you know, he did stuff. I don't always know. I, he, I, uh, divorce, yay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My dad was a civilian <laughs> pilot, so he didn't uh, nice. shoot or drop anything. Uh, but it's do you, just, do just you have a, a plane? It's not that I understand planes at all, but it's just that there was like someone that I viewed as an authority who right. was saying, this is how this works. Altimeter. Yes. Oh, throwing some flops. words at me. And uh, <laughs> I was like, got it, dad. I don't, I believe you. So... You had a trust figure there, so you have an inbuilt trust for planes. Yeah. Oh, you're like those geese in Fly Away Home. I am? Do you remember that movie? No. Anna Paquin was little, and her, and her dad and her, they flew the plane for the baby geese, and the baby geese thought it was their mom or something and followed it. Oh, so, okay. I'm, tr- I'm a yeah, goose. You are a baby goose, specifically. Can I a be gosling. Tom Hanks? Can I be him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Finally, dreams coming true. 
but I think we both need an authority on bridges in our life. What the I, what the fuck mm, is happening there? Mm, Suspension? Mm, mm, Pillars? Mm, Who knows? Mm, why isn't it a solid piece all the way across? <laughs> why not? If you're setting poles, you know, like yeah. why not more? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I don't have the answer to these questions. Obvious. No one does. <clears throat> Okay, uh, oh, let's let's get off of bridges, all right? Let's get okay, off of bridges. Okay, always. Yes. Tell me what you were like in middle school. I want to know formative sky. Ooh, I was a huge dork. I mean, I still am, which is fair. I, um, like I said, I was a military brat early on, so we, um, we came over from Germany when I was about four, and... Were you born in Germany? I wasn't actually. I was born in Texas. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> and um, we bounced around a bit. We were in Germany for a while. I went to kindergarten there, and then um, my parents separated when I was about four. We came to the United States, and I bounced all over New Jersey through my elementary and middle school years. I went to about twelve or thirteen different elementary schools that's, and middle schools altogether. What, that's so many. I went you... to. Yeah, uh, it might be I get attachment slightly issues. less. Yes, I I do. I have severe <laughs> <laughs> attachment and abandonment issues. Um, I uh, I basically went to a new school every grade until oh high school. That's essentially what. So you know, and that is actually where I told you before. I've used the space girl incognito handle for a long, long, long time, and that's based on kind of what I said earlier. I feel like an outsider always. I always felt like kind of the. Um, the, uh, the woman that Jane, is it Jane Goodall that was with the apes? Yes. Yes. I always kind of felt like, you know, as somebody who went from school to school, I had a good eye on like the general idea of like the social hierarchy of, okay. you know, elementary yeah, school. Like I always that. felt like I had an understanding because it was, there was similarities everywhere. Right. You know, you can find the same, like, counterpoint to the school bully, the, you know, whatever, um, in every school. So I always kind of felt like an observer more than a participant. Were you ever, ever able to infiltrate the hierarchy and get in there? <laughs> it's weird how kids are with the new kid, isn't it? It is. There's, I don't think there's a lot of consistency about it. No, that is something I was always treated differently depending on the school and the level of privilege in that school system, which is interesting. You're treated very, very differently, either with extreme suspicion <laughs> or everybody wants to be friends with you, which is equally stressful um, when you feel like you have to live up to some kind of exotic, you know. Um, so, yeah, so I, no, I don't think I really ever made the effort to um, infiltrate um, until I was somewhere permanent, which wasn't until high school, my freshman year of high school. Eighth grade, my freshman year, I finally was in one school system. Okay, then you settled. And then I settled, but before that, um, I remember my fourth grade teacher telling me that I read too much and that I was alienating the other kids, but that was essentially my escape. I read a buttload of books. I just read all the time. I, those are my friends. They were consistent. Right. They went everywhere with me. You can take them with you even when you move across the state. Right. So I grew up with characters, basically. <laughs> what, what were some of the your memorable characters that you would like to read about? Amelia Bedelia? <laughs> no. No. Um, the ones that I remember uh, affected me the most. I really liked The Secret Garden when I was younger. I really liked... Um, 
Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher was a Bruce Coville book that I really loved. Uh, I loved Maniac McGee. We yes. read in fifth grade was was my favorite book for the longest time. Right, like the first like almost anti-hero for right, kids, exactly. like to like a conflicted protagonist. Mm-hmm, exactly, and I basically ate, and you know he was an outsider and he ran away and all that stuff, and I really identified. Um, I ate up anything. Um, I want to say Spinelli wrote after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I loved Maniac McGee. I really loved those uh, My Side of the Mountain. And like hatchet, the ones where the boy right. goes out into the woods and survives on like sticks and Did, makes a fish hook out of grass. Yeah, you know? that's so those cool. Things. Did you yeah, read Brian's Winter, which is like an imagined the, sequel to hatchet? Right, the sequel. Um, I'm sure I did, although I don't remember it very well. Um, I think I remember it because I read it first, and I was like, "This, first, is, okay. this is good. He's making you, fish hooks." Right. <laughs> Let me find yeah. the original hatchet. My side of the um, uh, my side of the mountain was that original book, and then along the same time, I read Where the Red Fern Grows, and oh, that one is like planted deep heartbreak. in my heart. Yes, I still when I think about old Dan and everything, like I still just can't quite cope with the loss. Spoilers for anybody who hasn't read Where the Red Fern Grows. It's terrible loss. It's an enduring terrible. loss, too. You're going to, like, uh, maybe not as an adult, but as a kid, you read that, you will not forget it, ever. You will, It'll I be scarred on you. <laughs> Actually, I was just talking about that book yesterday because we go out to, we've been going out to the shore, basically the shore of North Carolina is just mostly, I'm on the coast now. So it's like all shores, but we go out this one way and along the highway, there's this big furniture store and it has that same script from the cover of that book. And it says where the, and my brain finishes red fern grows. And then the store says furniture sells itself. Fuck off furniture store. (laughs) You can't play with our emotions like this. Every time, every time. Jesus, that should be sacrilegious. Also, where the furniture sells itself is pretty creepy. You got like kind of a sentient armchair thing going on there. I did kind of miss out on that, just being so offended. But yeah, now yes. that I put it together, what? Where the yeah. furniture grows its what? No, it sells doesn't grow itself. itself. Yeah, it's corporate furniture. Uh, I think you could make a sketch about that. I don't. Uh, oh no. I Maybe. have like a germinating idea, but I don't have any specifics yet. I expect that back on my desk by Monday. Okay, you got it, um, Coach Sky. Coach. Ooh, coach. is a Ooh. writing coach, Sky. Oh, good, good. Oh, I like your shoulder waggle. Coach. Doop, 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 doop. Uh, you, you're a good writer, Sky. Oh, oh. You are a good writer. You Hi, have like a cow. finesse with your words. Um, is this based on Twitter? <laughs> you, you're aware of your power, I think. Are you, do you write anything other than tweets? What else do you write? I do. Uh, when I was in college, I didn't finish my bachelor's degree or anything, but I, my focus was in literature and poetry, which is very lucrative, <laughs> yeah. very lucrative field to go into. Um, I, I write poetry. Uh, you do? Which I try not to push on anybody. <laughs> How long but have you yes, been doing I this? Um, I think I wrote my first book of poems when I was seven, and I still have it. <laughs> I bet. Um, my first favorite author was Edgar Allan Poe. Ah. And um, my second favorite author was uh, Maya Angelou. So I just early on really had a fascination for 
using a sparse set of words to convey a big idea. Yes. Which is useful on Twitter. Absolutely. As <laughs> Although not anymore. I hear they're bumping up that character count. Who gives a shit? Yeah. We can, we can still do our thing. Right. Or, I'm going to make them even smaller just to fucking spite them. Wait, what was it? It was um, David Elvish Presley who oh, said I like him. he's, he's, uh, he doesn't love change like that, but he does love the idea of a major brain rewire. Like this, yeah. this new limitation. How are we going to be yeah. creative with this? How is this going to help us? Like, can we foster inside of this? And maybe we'll yeah. find new things that we didn't expect. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a really good way of looking at it. It's interesting because that is one of... I love the constraint of the character count. I think that's really crucial to what we do. <laughs> to our so art. Pretentious, yeah. No, but I mean, there is, like, there's a joy in trying to smash it into there. So, but, you know, with a, a little bit of space. I trying to smash it, baby. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I do, I think I do. Words, babe. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I am, I'm interested to see, um, and, you know, it's nice to know that I, I have a weird, I've gotten a weird tick, which I never had a, a problem with it when I first started. But over time, I got kind of an obsession with, like, getting exactly 140 characters. Yeah, exactly. I, you know yes. what I mean? I kind of have that, too. Because Ooh. one, t I think there's, uh, I forget, there's, like, a name. There's, like, one Twitter account that looks for tweets that are exactly 140 characters. Yeah, they do, yeah. And then if they find it, they're like, you you did it, so-and-so. You did it. Like, they stopped, oh, I, I think. Because yeah, they, they I was getting a lot of notifications from that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know. I did it. Like, I that was my intention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. Yeah, I have an awareness of that. So, yeah, um, I'm, I'm interested. I'm, I, it breaks me out of that. So, if anything, there, I won't be OCD about that anymore. Well, good luck to you with this new format, if you even get it. It's not even <laughs> available. You, I know. I, so far, I'm not. Yet. Yeah, I'm not special enough yet. I don't know about that. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe they're, they were like, I see what she does with 140. <laughs> <laughs> She's right on track with that. She can be our model right. for 140. Can I just, yeah, can I keep 140? Can yeah. I be like the, the opposite of the plus size model? Jack is always watching over you. He's. Jack. he's I immediately thought of um, of Jack the Jew, whatever. Okay, I'm still hungry. What is what is his handle? Okay, I was like, I'm why still is he? Hungry. Yeah, which yes, relatable. Um, I was like, why is he watching over me? And then I realized, no, no, you mean like Big Jack? <laughs> big, big Jack always watching over you. Yeah, Big Bad Jack. Ooh, that's cool. I would love to read your poem sometime. You don't have to break it out now and read it in front oh, of an I won't. audience. I will never read them. <laughs> I was forced to read one in front of an audience one time, and I hated it so much. And it was sad because I had won something for it. And, like, it was nice that I had that validation, but then I had to read it out loud, and it sounds so much worse out loud. I was like, oh, see, now you regret it. Now you regret you know what I always liked? Um, I would turn in papers like in school and in college that the teacher would love. And then they would like bring it up in front of the class and they'd be like, you know what Mark did? He did a really good thing. But then uh, I would be like a little embarrassed. But then the teacher would read it. And I was like, oh, thank God. I don't have to yeah, read this in like, front of people. If somebody else reads it, I'm honestly fine with it. Um, it can be found. I have a blog spot. It's under the same space girl incognito. It can be found. I'm going to propose this to you. 
dramatic poetry readings by oh, Mark no. McGark for your Ooh. poems. Ooh, do it. I love when people do dramatic readings of things that I wrote down because I like other people's voices so much more and I love to see other interpretations. You've done a reading of one of mine and I loved it so much. It was oh. different than I had envisioned it. But like, it's so fun to see what people do with them. It's fun. Yeah. Uh, it's just like Twitter just keeps throwing great writing at you again and again. It's like, it's all that I don't have to do anything. I just read it out loud when I do that. It's just like, the writing is perfect. I'm just going to read it. Like That's all you have to do. I have got to pee so bad I'm going to die. I have pee. to pause. Yeah, I'll be here do, when you come Should back. I just like, yeah, okay, I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I think I'll go pee too. Thank you for your patience. Of course. I'm always that's... the one who requests a pee break, so I'm relieved. I... I, I'm relieved. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I, I have an incredibly small bladder. It's ridiculous. I have to pee like every hour or it's an emergency, like a real emergency. But see, I just found out. This is how I just found out. My water's turned off for some reason. So that's a fun discovery. That's, you're you're going you're gonna to have to deal with that. I mean, I see the guy out there doing something across the street. He better get it together. Get it together, water man. Get it together. Um, so you, yeah, tiny, cute little tiny bladder. Just I'm a so small cute, kind of person. Cute and precious. Yeah, you were, I was like, oh, this guy is a squirmy person. She's just like full of energy. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pee. I have to pee right now. <laughs> yes. I, I was, I, I, when I recorded with Allie, I almost peed my pants because I had to go <gasps> so bad. And she's just made it's me so laugh funny. again and again. Yeah, she's, oh my gosh, she's torture. so funny. Is she not the best? Like, I haven't listened to that one. I've listened to a bunch of episodes. I haven't gotten to hers yet, but it is like next on my list because I freaking love her. She, you just, yeah, put her in your ears. It's she just, is just a pleasure of a human being, isn't she? There's... She has a presence that comes across. I can only imagine what it's like to be with her in real life, Ugh, in person. I'm so mad at Morgan and Ashley that they got to see her. Mad as hell. Oh, so well, mad. So mad. We're going to set it up. You're, you and me and them and Sarah. We'll, we'll get everybody together. This is heaven. Like, I'm, just, I'm just talking about heaven. Right, we're when all, we die. When we all get to be together. <laughs> in, in hopefully about... 80 years <laughs> when we all finally are together. Um, I don't, I think Allie will probably go to the good place and I'm headed for the other one. So, you know, <laughs> we'll see. You know, maybe they have like Snapchat. Do you think they have? Oh, okay. You can still communicate online. But you know no what I mean? Like the which internet. world you're in in the afterlife. I'll snap and I'll be like, see the flames, but they're real this time. It's not just a filter. She's so good. She would throw you a she lasso is. or something and reel you in. She's so great. There's so much I want to talk with you about, but I know we're very limited on time. So I, I just can't talk <laughs> so with you sorry. about everything I want to talk about. I wish I had more time. It's just usually there's like a bunch of small people here screaming. You know, I mean, they need stuff. It's weird. I don't blame you. It's yeah. It's like <laughs> I know you got to work, and this is we got to respect people who might not want to listen to like a four-hour podcast. Right? right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> but okay, we'll, we'll agree right now. We'll do at least one more. I mean, okay. I'm, we're not done. I have to ask okay. you all the Twitter questions, but we're gonna oh, do right. at least okay. one more. Okay. Uh, you can't okay. abandon me. I will not. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to read two tweets of yours, and then we're going to get into the questions. 
I want to read this first one because it is referenced in the questions. Uh, the first one is a tweet of yours that makes me laugh. It says, uh, chasing after a rooster. And then your dialogue is, give me your cool hat. <laughs> oh, I'm laughing at my own tweet. That's sad. <laughs> How can you not laugh at that? It's perfect. Love a rooster hat. Love a rooster hat. Uh, and then the other one is, I think, the first one I saw from you that I was like, oh, okay, this is a force of nature. It's, oh, no. uh, it's The situation is this. You are at the rumble, and then the, the, the girl I guess you're going to fight, she's aggressively taking off her earrings and her heels. And you, what are you doing? You're desperately trying to find somewhere to set your ice cream cone down. <laughs> I love ice cream. I hate heels. You know? <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that was my... The, I think that was the first time that I saw you. And I was like, okay. I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> the rumble. The rumble. Also, I want to buy it's the. At the rumble. Not any old rumble. Specific so, to you. I don't know what I was... I was probably watching West Side Story. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I, eating ice cream. Almost certainly. I hope so. Yeah. What are you, a Ben and Jerry's lady? Um, give me chocolate chip cookie dough. I really don't care what uh, brand. <laughs> no brand. Brands don't matter. Get that chocolate chip cookie I wanna, dough. Right. I want to get, I want to like smash it aside with the spoon and look for all the huge chunks of cookie dough until I get them all and then abandon the rest of it. It's... What do you think of Allie's spoon shake idea? Do you know Well, oh, I did hear. Yes, she smashes that, smash it with a spoon and, uh, and puts milk in it, right? Yes. I love her even more. <laughs> I, you know, I, I love it. I think that now that's how I should eat all my milkshakes. I like the thought of her slurping it out of the bowl then. Oh, I, oh my God. Yes, now I'm picturing that. I love right? that image. Yeah. So I'm And then it, she takes honestly. the bowl and she has like a little ice cream on her <laughs> eyebrows uh, and her yes. nose. Yes, dripping from the eyebrows is really important. <laughs> um, yeah. I like it. That's, I'm in. She's like a human kitten in that regard. Yeah, oh, she is. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, Danny, our friend, the real Eatwood, he he told me to ask you about grow capsules. Oh, <laughs> he started at replying on every one of my tweets for like a month with grow capsules. <laughs> what does that mean? I wish I could exactly pinpoint where it started because there was one specific, I think, oh right, okay, so I have, I think, a tweet where I have Morpheus and me, and he asked me to choose between the red and the blue, okay. and, and then we both throw them into the water and see which animals they turn into, <laughs> and, um, and I believe that's where it originated, and he started sending me the, the photo of the grow capsules because he believes that it suits any of my tweets, is about grow capsules secretly, which I, I can go with it. Okay. I did, well, thank you for answering. He, <laughs> I asked him for um, <laughs> advice, and he said, ask her about grow capsules. <laughs> She'll know what you mean. <laughs> yes, it took me a minute, but I do. I do know what he means. Okay, let's get yeah. into the real questions from people oh that matter. Oh, my. Just kidding. Danny's Snuck. very important in my life. <laughs> All right, so you have a few questions here because people love you internationally. Mm. The first question comes from the Burger King at a burger a day. Yay! Sky, you have the most wonderfully delightful laugh. <laughs> there it is. My question is, 
How many unicorn souls did you have to consume to gain this power? <laughs> you know, it's unfortunate that by the time I came to this earth, the unicorns were gone. So hmm, maybe it's their happen? spirit. Maybe maybe I ate them all. Maybe it's just their spirit living on in my throat. I don't know. It would be <laughs> uncomfortable throat. to have unicorn horns. Do you think, yeah, oh. that might be a bit mm, painful? Yeah. It's like a, when a nacho gets stuck in your throat. Oh, oh. A really long, spirally nacho. Yeah, um, I'm offended that he would even suggest. <laughs> <laughs> that you ate unicorns? I think what I'm hearing is that in a past life, you ate all the unicorns. All and right. And stuck with you. You blame just, my... It comes out in your laughter. Past life. So, yes, <laughs> my delighted, evil laughter. <laughs> uh, Trojan Sauce. Tom. Oh. He has three questions for you. Mm -hmm. uh, number one, did you ever get that rooster's hat? Uh, no, no. They're very. Have you ever chased a rooster? I mean, like, <laughs> they're incredibly fast, and not only fast but nimble. And I'm not either of those things, so no. Well, it's important to have a goal, so you, you still yeah. have a goal to accomplish there. Yeah. Number two, what is John? J A W N. Oh, John. John is anything. <laughs> John's a thing. It's very regional to South Jersey. Will would know what a John is. Uh, you know, it's that thing. It's that thing? Okay. The stuff. Any any business. So it's like, can you <laughs> hand me that John over there? Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. What's that John? Or There's that's a, yeah, anything. I, I, need to, I need that John so I can drink some water out of it. Yes. Yes. Some water. <laughs> uh, number three. Which of Cronus's kids is best? They're all delicious, according to him. <laughs> I did a hee-hee. <laughs> okay, Guy Incognito, at Shut Up, That's Who. Mm. He says, hey, sis, remember when we were kids and we would watch cartoons and eat Fruit Loops on Saturday morning and we'd hear those weird noises coming from our parents' bedroom? What was that about? <laughs> I mean, I <laughs> joke's on him, as I mentioned earlier. I'm a child of divorce. I didn't... Mm -hmm. I didn't do that waking up on Sunday morning and hearing my parents have enjoyable love making in the next room. Um, he, we both have the incognito uh, in our handle, so he plays that we are siblings, which is fun. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, the pan Midwesterner, Kevin. Yay, Kevin. He says, Yay. <laughs> Number one, when did you know? Number two, which animal is best? Number three, which animal is favorite? And number four, what or who drew you into the weird, funny Twitter scene? A, I can do those one at a time if you want. Some of them seem to be related. Maybe. That first one is a little uh, ominous. When did, when did you, you know? know? I have no idea uh, what he wants from me. When did I know? <laughs> I, many various times throughout my life, I have known things and unknown them. There you go. Mm. Wise. <laughs> which animal is best and which animal is favorite? Okay, which animal is best is impossible to answer. Uh, animals are each best in their own way. Aww. They are. And so weird and awesome. What a Unitarian Universalist way to answer that. <laughs> 
that's so true. I, uh, I mean, like, I can't, I literally can't pick a best or a favorite. I, I really love bats and snails. Uh, snails in particular, I, I'm going to put them under the animal umbrella. I have a weird thing for insects. It's such a strange type of living creature. I can't get enough of it. We have a lot of snails here, and I visit with them quite often, and I just really wish I could Freaky Friday myself with a snail. Into a snail. Have you ever seen a snail with a mustache? <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> I just posted um, a snail to my Instagram last week, um, which I had never noticed. They've got the these up on the head, you know, they're, the they're eye not, stalks. Not quite tentacles, but what are their eyes? Their out? eye stalks, yeah. Um, and then, and then this snail had these little like proboscis. I don't know what you. They were mouth. They looked very much like a mustache, and I was there for it. <laughs> like I was really into it. I it made me so happy. So yes. 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 Cool. You answered my question, even though you couldn't answer <laughs> Kevin's. Yes, there you go. And number four, what or who drew you into the weird, funny Twitter scene? It's kind of a depressing answer, honestly. Really? A bit, yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you. <ya. laughs> um, well, you know, I think I mentioned before that my grandparents were, like, my best friends. Yes. And uh, I admired them so much. And uh, my grandmother fought a really long... This is going to be a convoluted answer. I'm really sorry. <laughs> my grandmother fought this long battle, like a 15-year battle with breast cancer before it finally got her in 2014. We lost her. Um, I'm so it sorry. Was devastating. I, she, I talked to her every day. I asked her every question. She was just the best and I lost her that year and then about three months later my grandfather followed her to wherever they went to <laughs> it's almost like the red fern grows yes it's very much like that <laughs> so uh, I lost them both it was really devastating for me and in the aftermath of that my husband was diagnosed with cancer and so we went through a whole year of radiation and chemo and surgery we had a very young child. I had just had a baby. So she, it was a lot. It was oh a lot. I was dealing with a lot emotionally. And, I can um, only and imagine you know, the stress you were under. It was a lot. And I started to just feel very isolated. I felt like I lost all my best friends. And I was going through that period after you have a kid where you're kind of disassociating from your own identity. It was just a lot to go through at once. And I... Just remember kind of getting, I was, I realized I need to do something. I need to figure out something that's mine. Right. Individually so that I can cope. Cause otherwise I'm getting sucked down a hole that like I don't see coming out of, you know yeah. what I mean? So, um, I started to Google stuff like my mom had always wanted to be a stand-up comedian. And I, I remember her talking about, um, how if you don't laugh, you'll die essentially. Like <laughs> she was always in the, the hardest times we went through, she was always an inspiration to, like, you know, look for the humor in every situation. Look for the people that are good. She had that. She was a huge fan of Mr. Rogers. Look for the helpers. You know, she really inspired me to try to find a way to laugh through it, you know? So I remember Googling, like, comedy about loss. Okay. And Tignataro's set <coughs> came up. I don't know if you're familiar with it, where she yes. announced to her audience. Yeah. That came up, and I listened to it, and I had never experienced anything quite like going through that set with her. Yeah, she, was... did a, she did a whole show, just the one night, 
Um, I think she like abandoned her regular material and she just talked to the audience about her cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And her, losing her mother, I believe. And losing her mother. Um, really soon. And um, I really just, it struck. It struck hard. And um, I thought, you know, I'd like to be able to do that. Like I, I've never, I had never tried to write comedy or anything like that. I really, my poetry background was all I had. And, um, but under that, wherever I had found that was a little link to a little, it was like the top 50 Twitter comedians or whatever. It was a list. It was like a funnier die list or whatever list. I had never seen anything like it. I clicked over and the first funny tweet I saw was by Snorkelwawa, a wiener dog for life. And it's the one where it's like scientists discover a portal. We threw a hot dog through it, screamed one scientist. And I it cracked you up. I had never I had never seen anything like it. I read the whole list and I was hooked. I was like, dude, these are just people like sitting in their living rooms or their jobs. Just like yeah. I didn't know Twitter could be anything other than like, hey, here's the sandwich I had for lunch, like <laughs> yes. a word version of Instagram, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I just really hadn't known that it could be used for anything like that. And I had been thinking up until then, like how do you, I was Googling, how do you write a joke? You know, how do you write a stand-up routine? Because I was interested in stand-up comedy and if I'd be able to do that. And then I was like, hey, here's an entirely risk-free way to try and see if I'm funny without having to like stand up in front of a room of people and see if they laugh you know like I can hide back here behind my computer screen and see if people laugh and then and they we'll do go from there. you're fucking funny it, as hell it, yeah Sorry, it, turns out, it, turns, it turns out they thought I was funny so you know that's where I'm at now that's that's it that's how I found it it was through incredible loss and sadness I uh, found this great amazing community of people and I've honestly met some of the best friends of my life here like I don't the, Twitter totally saved me what a what a roller coaster of an emotional answer <laughs> and I would like to say I am proud and humbled to be part of the group that um, gets to experience you and be with you and <laughs> you're so great you're such a part of what makes it a great place I love accounts like yours and like um Garth Garth's oh, account and Kel that I mean Endlessly there's just people lovable. oh just such a light in the Sarah Joy Shockey like oh there's just you guys are amazing like there's just such a positivity and a wonderful vibe of light that comes from some of these people I feel truly like the blessed word hashtag <laughs> to know y'all to the listener she made a hashtag with her fingers <laughs> at, that, at that moment um right back at you sky right back at you uh you're you're a vital part of that community um and uh, how's your husband doing now Oh, fantastically. And, you know, I do want to shout out um, Duke Hospital. Um, He was diagnosed with a cancer that is traditionally a juvenile cancer. So we were in the children's pediatric ward at Duke University. And those kids were so incredibly inspiring and unbelievable. And the staff there is absolutely amazing. So I just have to give them a little shout out. They saved his life. He is doing great. It's one of those that may come back at any time, stronger than ever. But, you know... They're really on top of it with the scans and such, and he is fantastic. He's got a great attitude. That guy, that guy I married, nothing brings him down. <laughs> he oh, really good. is just I'm thrilled silly. That he's, he's doing yeah. better. Yeah, he's uh, great. T's and P's, if he, right, if he even thanks. still needs them. <laughs> always, always. Okay. Um, all right, this one uh, mentions uh, references a tweet I forgot to talk about, so maybe you can just like give us a brief explanation after I read the the question. 
This is from The Hype with Many Whys. What is the minimum number of pancakes required in order to get real? <laughs> oh my. Um, let's see. To get real. This is like, <laughs> this is like the number of pancakes the Velveteen Rabbit should have eaten to avoid having to rely on that inconstant boy to gain realness. That was really convoluted. I don't know why I just said that. <laughs> that I'm going to say from? 40. 40 pancakes makes you real. <laughs> Can you, just for people who don't know, I'll retweet the, the tweet he's referring no. to. Oh my gosh, don't. I hate that one. <laughs> Are you serious? You don't like that one? It drives me crazy. It does. I get so much nonsense on that one. You retweeted one that drives me crazy of my own. Oh, uh, which is it? The, the um, little drummer boy tweet. I love that one. I yay. hate it. <laughs> well, I have no gifts no to No one would scream yay <laughs> if someone started singing that song. Everyone hates that song. I like that song. Hey, didn't you ever hear um, the, what is it, David Bowie and... Um, is it Bing Crosby and David Bowie yeah, seeing yeah, yeah. the mashup of oh, that? Oh, I love, yes. That was a standard in my house. It was good. Cool. Anything with Bowie in it, honestly. Um, my favorite tweet of yours is the William Carlos Williams. I know I you love that one. You've retweeted it like a million times. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate it, so it every much. time. Thank I love you. it so much. You have your whole three stars <laughs> off the charts. I couldn't even probably pick. I like the sharks when you the sharks... <laughs> two ways a shark can die if they stop swimming and if they start swimming into my fist. <laughs> it's good. Thank you. I'm That's flattered. And, uh, uh, and the people making fun of you one also. I'll stop, but you That's know, an April all of them. Fool's all joke. of them. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, okay, this is from Jill the Jill, Jillian Carger or Carger. Mm -hmm. uh, number mm -hmm. one, which books and or movies do you feel have shaped you the most as a writer and a person? Um, I think you did I think talk the, about the books a little. A little bit, yeah, yeah. I've, I'll throw out a couple that I remember really affecting me um, as a reader, and then almost certainly as a result, as a writer. The Collected Works of Poe, obviously. Um, by Angelo, I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings. I was really into Ruby Fruit Jungle, Ruby Fruit Jungle by Ray Mae Brown. Um, Lolita um, by Nabokov, and uh, more... Currently, I really loved Terry Pratchett while he was on Earth. Thank you, Terry Pratchett. I was really into the Discworld series. Um, I really love Good Omens, which he wrote with Neil Gaiman. Uh, I am a huge book fanatic. I have been reading my whole life. I worked at a bunch of bookshops. I, I, the Last Unicorn by Peter S. Beagle is one of my very favorite uh, novels ever. And I absolutely adore the animated movie of that as well. Um, so yeah, that's just a, a bunch. And I also love graphic novels and comic books and stuff like that. So there's just a lot. I like to take in as much as possible. I really love sci-fi, fantasy, and young adult novels are, are my favorite genres. Cool. Number two, why is a raven like a writing desk? <clears throat> okay, I think, that, I think that originally this was not supposed to have an answer, but I've always felt like the answer is because they both have quills. Huh. Okay, I get it. You know? I get that. Okay, Jess, okay, fine. What is your favorite comfort food? Who is the best Backstreet Boy? <laughs> if you had to pick a new name, witness protection, what would it be and why? Ooh, my favorite food is mushrooms, but I don't think that counts as a comfort food. I'm gonna say um, cheese fries or 
lasagna or hoagies. Oh my God, I love food so much. I do. Um, cheese fries, I think, would be my top comfort food. Okay. Freaking love cheese fries. Oh yeah. Um, I think that the best Backstreet Boy is Kevin. Um, uh, okay. I am sorry if that if that's offends what you think, people. Okay, yeah, I I'm sorry if that offends people. I appreciated that day, he was. Okay. I know. I'm sorry about <laughs> it. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of Backstreet Boys, although I did get the Millennium CD for Easter that year from my stepdad. Ooh. Kevin is the one <laughs> who goes deep down inside of me. He does that you part. Okay, he, I respected that he seemed like an outsider to the group. He was older, you know, like, he didn't, like, just seem like he gelled with everyone as well. And I wonder why I, uh, you know, related to that somehow. Anyway, whatever. Backstreet Boys. Um, if I had to pick a new name, I would be terrible at it because I'm so um, into having a unique name that I would really pick one that didn't do me any favors at all. For hiding, you know what I mean? Yeah, like I Jess or pick, something. Yeah, some I would pick something. Some stupid <laughs> name like Jess. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I gave um <clears throat> Jess Cowfact, that would be your name. <laughs> <laughs> Jesscowfacts.com. That's her full name. Um I would pick something like the names that I give other people probably. Like I it comes to what it comes to mind is Kelgore Skeleton. That's what I call Kel. Oh hey, oh hello. Yeah, um, I didn't, I, I think I've discovered since that her name is Kelly, um, and I didn't even consider what her full name might be, honestly. Um, I just was like, oh, Kelgore. <laughs> Why wouldn't it be Kelgore, the skeleton spider princess? You know, it would be something like that. <laughs> cool. Uh, okay, here's from Benjamin, uh, Will. Uh, is eggnog good? It is. <laughs> oh, I was so anti-eggnog for so long and then I snapchatted him me trying it for the first time and I remember how upset I was that it was delicious <laughs> Will, Will is somewhere leaping with joy at that answer right now what a bastard uh, fuck Mary kill <laughs> Rose Tyler Martha Jones Donna Noble I just want to repeat what a bastard <laughs> tough choice I would marry Donna He's going to see. I did this to him with a bunch of his favorites. Um, mm. All right, I'll marry Donna. I have to do sex on Rose. It's just you can't not. And he's going to force me to kill Martha. So, Sex on Rose in the rain. Sex on Rose. <laughs> What's on your ideal pizza? Uh, extra mushroom, extra cheese. I Deep dish, preferably. Yeah. Yep. Deep dish, okay. Mm -hmm, yeah. uh, Rachel Mandick. Hey, Sky. She gives a blue heart here. Yay. What unlikely mythological couples would you ship? You can mix from different cultures. And what would be the outcome? Ooh, I'd love to mix from different cultures. Um, I really wish I had more time to ruminate on that one. I think I could come up with something better. What immediately comes to mind is not actually a mixture. Because I've thought about this before. I always felt like... Penelope from the Odyssey should get together with Helen of Troy because I just think that they would have a better right, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, I... Okay, and second of all, their celebrity couple name, they have two options that are awesome. You have um, Penelope, which is great, <laughs> okay. and then um, Helenope, which is also good. Holy shit, yeah. Um, 
both great. And I just think that without all of the terrible men in their lives, and they would just be better together, stronger leaders. Overall, I just think that would be a really great couple to see. It Love doesn't it. really mix much, but yeah. Get those men out of your life. Yeah. Screw them. Screw He's them. off fucking like a sea witch, an entire island of pigs or something. The other one's over here fighting, like causing a war. But, you know, yeah. just get rid of them. A obsessed with pigs, if you ask me. Right. Yeah, exactly. Know. Right? Pig, sheep, one of them. <laughs> they should kiss. They should. They should, with the faces with together them, like them, this. Put them, mm. put them there. This put, is my little picture. I've got my picture of Helen of Troy and my picture of Penelope from the, and I'm there you go. Yes. <laughs> okay, Josh, alligator. Hi Mark and Sky. If snails were large enough to ride, would Sky trade in her current mode of transportation for said snail mobile? Snail mobile. <laughs> um yeah, of course, of course. And I mean like I originally think um, that would be too slow to get me to work on time, but then I remember the racing snail from The Never Ending Story, and I think, Zoom, baby, yes, absolutely, who wouldn't? Okay. Crazy people. That was my primary concern, but you just yeah. addressed it and alleviated it. Yeah. Kim Monte. Yeah. Uh, Yay! <laughs> more of a statement than a question, but I just thought you should know that Sky is an amazing friend, and I don't know what I would do without her. Kim... Uh, same. I mean, honestly, she is such a support to me and so amazing. I love her so much. Uh, uh, Kyle Patrick, I would like to know, has Sky always liked snails? Also, I would like to know one thing that made Sky smile the day that y'all chat, please, and thank you. So something that made you smile today. You've already answered a lot of snail questions. You can take that one or leave it. I'm, I, I, yes, I have always loved snails. <laughs> it's easy enough. Yes, check. Um, I, you know, I have smiled almost through this whole conversation. So I'm going to say your glorious face and this wonderful conversation are the things that made me smile the most today. I am blushing. Oh. <laughs> Dave Cactus. What? <laughs> I have 280 questions and all of them are variants of where does she get those wonderful toys? I I don't know what he's referring to. I have no idea. I, I have a lot of good stuff here, uh, mainly because I have three children. Uh, maybe it's a typo. Wonderful boys. Wonderful... Ploys. Joys. Ooh, joys. Uh, you know, they, they, come up, they come about. <laughs> <laughs> Mads at what madness... Hello, Mark and Sky. If you were stranded on an island, what kind of animal would you bring with you for company? <clears throat> well, I'd want to bring one of mine. You know, I've got four. And, uh... Sophie's choice. It is. It's, this is terrible. Now I've put myself in this position where I have to choose to do my own animals. <laughs> yeah, Why did I do that? <laughs> I mean, I want to choose one of my cats because I'm closer with them, I think. But then I think the dog would make more sense for, like, protection. Yeah, it's like what's practical, which, right. which the dog can maybe protect you. Which one would like go out and kill an animal for you so you could eat? Right, because I feel like my cat would kind of be like, hey, fuck off, I'm going to get my own business and, you know. Um, yeah, I guess I'd take my dog, uh, Lola, is the better, more loyal. <laughs> Lola on the island. Lola. Jordan at uh, Jim Ray. Hi, Sky. Is it true that a McDonald's apple pie is actually potato soaked in apple juice? I'll take my answer off the air, he says. 
He might have to. I mean, I think you're going to have to Google, dude, because I don't know. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> Google it up, Jordan. Google. Corey Soros. This is Will's fiance. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> Sky, when do I get to see you next? Please tell me it's tomorrow. It isn't tomorrow. <laughs> I, I want to tell you that so badly. As soon as possible. Honestly, gosh, I love her so much. She is wonderful. Uh, she's with Will. I mean, like, I really think, like, maybe, like, she and I could do, like, a Helen of Troy Penelope kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, can you know steal what I mean? Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you going but to the soon. wedding and you're going to be the person sure who objects? Am. When, uh, yeah, when the, when I the have minister asks. a yeah, I have a scroll prepared. <laughs> You're doing a big scroll gesture. <laughs> it's, the it's listener a can big imagine scroll. what a scroll gesture looks like. <laughs> it will roll down the aisle after her. <laughs> um, and the last question comes from Martin, a wizard. He is at Martin Top Notch. Why do you like okay. ants? Why do you like ants so much? I like all bugs. I really do. I love um, what <laughs> I assume he's referring to the tweet I read about ants that was mildly popular. Um, I, they're so strong. They're so strong. <laughs> they're so strong. You're cheering up. <laughs> it's so beautiful. <laughs> ants are really cool. Um, I learned about a new species of ant recently that is just, it's like, just in Texas, they've discovered this species of ant that they're calling the crazy ant. And, um, you know, I haven't done a lot of Snopes checking or anything because I want to believe it's real. <laughs> and uh, apparently they attack electronic devices. Like, they'll eat electronics. What? And they're having a problem with them because, like, an ant will, like, attack some sort of, like, cord set or whatever. And when they die from the electric shock, they send out, like, that hormone thing to all the other ants to start attacking so you'll get like a whole colony of ants like attacking a cell phone oh my God. <laughs> and they're called crazy ants and they are um, limited to just Texas right now but I have hopes stay have there hopes. <laughs> Don't... well I mean I, I have hopes that they'll take over the world oh my god <laughs> I love ants my crazy aunt is my aunt Kathy she's there kooky you know. <laughs> <laughs> a kooky aunt uh, Drinking wine in the afternoon. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, she got the <laughs> the flack above her door. That's like wine o'clock. Yes, that. Yes. Um, and then there are those ants also in Texas who are like forming their own colonies in the water after the hurricane. And mm -hmm. it's like floating they along were amazing, weren't they? Attacking. Some of them sacrificed their bodies to become a raft, and the others were like, "Yeah, oh, that's right. we'll ride this yeah, the hell the out of here." The ones on the bottom would have to die and drown. They had to drown, yeah, and the others floated out on their dead bodies. And I mean, like, how do you not respect that? We can learn a lot from ants. Seriously, float on my dead body the next time we have some kind of massive Noah flood. Sky, I promise. Thank I you. Promise. That's all I want. That's all I need. <laughs> Well, this has been such a. I wish that we could talk forever. I wish that you could. We could just like hang out on the couch and throw cheese fries at each other's mouths. Oh and my gosh! Catch them oh, how great would that be? Watch the I mean, original hot, probably Beauty right at first. Hot oh, at first. Yes. Right, and then we get used to the burns. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then we could dress each other's wounds and lay and watch movies. Yeah, I think we should do this. I just. I wish we could, but you have to go to work. I have to work. Yeah. I gotta work. This has been Another time. Uh, a delight for me and a dream come true to spend oh. an hour and a half with Sky <laughs> from Twitter. 
my hero. <laughs> I hope that you've enjoyed yourself, because I sure have. Oh, so much. This was wonderful. Thank you so much for having me. Are we friends? Uh, is this the thing we say on three? Okay. Or, you do the count. Okay. You do the count. Three, two, one, zero. We, we are, are friends. friends. <laughs> Yay! All right. Much love to you, Sky. Have a great day. Love, love, love. You too, sweetheart. Bye. Bye. Recording of me humming. Okay.